Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. Pastor Jeff, it's 4th of July weekend tomorrow yeah, yeah. as we are releasing this on Sunday, July 3rd. Um, however, and wherever you might be watching or listening to us, we're so glad you're tuned in. Yeah. I've got to say, right before we started today's broadcast, I wish we could have been recording at a time. <laughs> Pastor Jeff was having the most difficult time with his microphone, oh, but are goodness. you straight? Are you okay, I, man? You're you relaxed? Know, I think so. I'm just not going to touch it. <laughs> well, our producer says we're not supposed to touch the microphone That's anyway. True. That's what is true. this thing? A windscreen or I something? A pop guard. Pop guard. Pop guard. Okay, that so pop? I don't know. Well, yeah. uh, what, what what is what's the plans for Fourth of July? What are oh, you, Jen? Do you float July. the river? Do you have a cookout, hamburgers, I, hot dogs? Uh, what do you do? We go real Baptist on Fourth of okay. July. Okay, you know, Chicken? Baptist. No, ba- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll see. No, we you know Baptist pastors who like to alliterate stuff, right? Okay, so okay. I'm gonna go with two B's. Okay. All right. We barbecue and we blow up stuff. Okay, I yeah, like it. You like I that? I like yeah. the blowing up stuff. Yeah. I'm all yeah. about that. <laughs> I am all about no, that. No, we usually try to find some water somewhere because it's kind of hot and yeah. get get cooled off and have, we just have a family time. It's fun. Well, it is a weekend for fireworks and picnics yeah. and cookouts and a time to celebrate that the freedoms we have in this nation. And with all of its issues and with all of its problems, I know mm-hmm. that... Uh, I know, Pastor Jeff, you would agree, man, I'm, I'm so glad and thankful to be an American. Oh, yeah. And and one thing that will show you that the most is if you go on an overseas missions trip yes. and you come home, boy, you realize just how good we really have it, even with the difficulties that we face every day. But what we want to talk about today on the podcast or the radio program, however, again, you may be listening or you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, is so many people <clears throat> that we talk with are free politically, mm. but they're not free personally. Yeah, yeah. They're bound up maybe in a habit. They're they're bound up in a struggle. Uh, uh, they're not free in the truest sense of the word. So we really want to talk about finding freedom today. Yeah, and the, and the thing about that is you can experience personal freedom even not being politically free. Right. We read about that all the time. We read about the persecuted church over in, wow. in Asia and yeah. and over there. These, in fact, in China, you're not even qualified to be a pastor unless you've been in prison for two to three years. Right. That's part of the qualifications right. when you go to interview at a church. How long have you been in prison? Right. That's what they ask you. Yeah. So and and they have incredible political persecution but they experience such incredible personal freedom and I think we can agree that personal freedom really is what we're looking for and it's it's way more important I think than political freedom Yeah, I'm so glad you said that, and it reminds us of what's happening around the world and the amount of Mm. people that would love to have the political freedom that we have in this country. And again, while that is important, while we value that, while we celebrate that this weekend, more important is being free personally. And you know, that reminds me in Galatians chapter 1, where the Apostle Paul had set up some churches on his first missionary journey, Mm. and he told them that the value of personal freedom. And he had told them that it was by grace, that there was no other way to be free personally. And then he would leave town and he would, you know, plant churches elsewhere. Yeah. And there was a group of people that kind of came behind him and said, yes, uh, you, you're free, but 
in addition to being a Christian, you have to keep some of the rules and the regulations of the Old Testament. Uh, yeah. He he actually called them the Judaizers at right. one point. Yeah, and he says that they're they're molesting the church. Mm, essentially, yeah. is what he says. Yeah, and they were coming in, and really, you're using the term freedom, but I think you're using that simultaneously and to equal or to be you know equal on the same terms as salvation, and yeah. that's kind of what you're talking about. And 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 Paul says that our salvation is found through grace, our freedom through Christ is found through the grace that he brings and he offers for us. And these Judaizers came in and said, yeah, you can, you, you're saved through Christ, but you also have to keep those laws or you're not really saved and you don't really have freedom. Right. I bet basically what Paul is arguing in Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, is that we are free, uh, we're free in Christ, uh, we're not free from Christ, right, <laughs> you know, right. we're free yeah. in Christ. Once we, we are not free to get saved and then live however we want, because after all, God will quote unquote forgive us. A lot of people right. think that, you know, they right. they get saved and it's almost like I've got my fire insurance policy, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. You know, I'm going to heaven. I'm yep. a Christian, and now I can live however I want. And mm. Paul actually says in verse seven of Galatians one, that's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. He, he actually says in verse 6, I'm astonished uh, that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at mm. all. Yeah, Some people are throwing you into convert confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. Yeah. And, and so what he's saying is we're free in Christ. As Christians, we're free. But we're not free from Christ. To live my life however right. I want, apart from the indwelling Holy Spirit in my life, apart from the Spirit of Christ that guides me and directs me. Yeah, and if you if you look at the life of the Apostle Paul, I mean, he, he even begins this chapter with Paul, an apostle, but in a lot of his other writings to other people, he writes, I'm Paul, a bondservant or a slave mm, yeah. of Christ. He was free because Christ had freed him from the penalty of sin and from, from the debt that he owed from his sin, but he was not free in that he was committing his life to Christ and he was going to be submitting himself to the leadership of Christ. And he says it in Romans 6. He talks to those people that say, oh, grace, I can do what I want, the fire insurance people. Yeah. you know. He says, what should we say? Should we sin more so that grace will abound more? He says, May, may it never be. Or he says, God forbid yeah. that we should live that way. Yeah, by no means right. should we live that way. Yeah. So, and I love how he said, you, you mentioned verse one, there's common themes we see there in verses one and two, mm-hmm. where he talks about grace and peace. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. uh, just yeah. like, you know, he places Jesus and God the Father side by side there in verse one, we see grace and peace side by side. And in verse 3, he says, grace and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I think what he's saying is to experience real peace, you must first experience real grace. Yeah, and Paul uses that phrase a lot in his writings, grace and peace. And it's always in that order. Yeah. It's always grace first and then peace because you're absolutely right. You can't really understand or really comprehend peace 
until you've experienced the grace of God that has made peace between us and him. And, you know, when we get back after the break, we need to dive in a little bit more about that because so many people today are looking for peace. You know, why don't yeah. we just all get along? There's so much yeah. debate in our country, and, and especially on a mm-hmm. weekend like this weekend where right. we as Americans celebrate the freedoms we enjoy. Uh, we think of all this debate and this division and people, why don't we just have peace? Why can't mm-hmm. we just get along? And again, we'll never have real peace unless you first experience real grace. And that only comes through a relationship with Jesus. And that's what he says in verse 4, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us. Mm. That's what Jesus did for us. And when we get back right after this short break, we'll dive in a little bit more about how do we find real freedom. We'll be right back after this short break. Have you been enjoying On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff? If so, then feel free to check us out wherever you listen to your podcast for more episodes. For any more information, please check out our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org OTW. Or you can send us an email at OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. That's OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. Now back to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On The Way. I'm Pastor Jeff here with Pastor Kevin, and we are celebrating Independence Day, Man. July 4th weekend today on our on our, our podcast and our broadcast today. We're talking about freedom, and uh, we kind of talked in the first segment about Paul and how he's talking about the freedom that we find in Christ. And, uh, you know, you asked me uh, if there was any traditions that we have yeah. for, for July 4th, and I said we'd like to blow things up. And uh, <laughs> oh, we, uh, I like to do the same thing. Well, we love some fireworks. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think all men, men are kind of yes. natural pyros inside, right? So, we, so we that reminds of, me of a story, Pastor okay, Jeff. When right. I was a kid, yeah. my uh, great-grandparents actually had this cabin, and it overlooked a, a river. Okay. And we would, I still remember as a kid, we would, we would get bottle rockets, and oh, we would actually yeah. stick the bottle rocket in an actual Coke bottle. Now, just so everyone knows, this is not in Virginia where it's illegal to have right, bottle right. rockets. Right, right. This Patrick was in Kevin South was Louisiana, not, right. Okay. And it was, you know, what, 100 years ago? <laughs> oh, not quite 100, <laughs> but a long time ago. So we'll say it was uh, we'll say it was a good 45 to 50 years ago. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we were uh, – and I'm lighting these these – this, this bottle rocket, we'd shoot yeah. it into the river. Oh, yeah. And uh, Granddaddy would always get us a gross of bottle rockets, like which is, you know, uh, 144 is, is gross. Yeah. And so I had scattered the rest of the bottle rockets on the pier. Uh-oh. Don't get ahead of me here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had lit I see the, where it's going. The, the, <laughs> the bottle rocket, and the sparks from the one flew mm. 
Call the next one. Call the next one. Call the next one. My uncle is shooting model rockets right down the pier from me. And we both, he had his gross open as well. And we both actually jump into the river as bottle rockets are flying every direction, all over. Uh, All my family was there. They were outside (laughs) watching us. They go running in the house. So my great remembrance of shooting off fireworks happens as a kid and jumping in the river to save myself. (laughs) And I was trying to be free from hit being hit by a bottle rocket nice. because to see how I transitioned that. Yeah, but so you chose you chose to face the alligators instead <laughs> exactly. of the bottle rockets. Is that what you're saying? Well, I told this story years ago to my wife. That's exactly the question she asked yeah. me. Wait, South Louisiana weren't there alligators? Yeah, there? right. Yeah, we didn't worry about them. So oh, you know, man. we're thinking about freedom. And I love what he says in verse four, how Jesus gave himself for mm-hmm. us. So in place of our sins, you know, a lot of times we think about Jesus' death only helping us in the future mm. one day when I get to mm. heaven. But I think what Paul is reminding us of, we can be free today. We can yeah. have personal freedom today because of what Jesus did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we can. And and I love um, in class 101 that we do here, when we go through our doctrines, mm. one of them, it says that eternal life begins the moment we're saved. Yeah. We don't really think about that. We right. always think, well, that's going to be someday off in the future, but it it happened. It affects us right now, and freedom in Christ is something that that affects our life now. And, and it's amazing to me how people so quickly uh, get off the maybe can be led astray by yeah. some well-meaning people. Maybe imagine the scene this way: here is uh, every Sabbath day. People are headed out the door, and they run into people that are now followers of the way, because that's what they were called, followers of the way. That's not the Mandalorian. Yeah, not the Mandalorian, but, you know, before they were called Christians, they were called followers (laughs) of the way. way, And, you know, there they are on their way to their synagogue on Saturday, and they're saying, you know, hey, neighbor Bob, are you still into that Jesus thing? Mm. We sure miss you over at the synagogue. You know, Rabbi... Ezra teaches the law, and he's just getting better and better. I mean, the just the societal mm. pressure mm-hmm. on these early believers yeah. Yeah. to just, you know, go along to get along, which is what we hear a lot today about. And not only that, this was in a, a Roman context. Yeah. I mean, they were part of the Roman Empire, and really... As a Christian in that day, you were standing up, and that's why baptism was such a huge thing in the early church, because they would stand up and say publicly, I'm no longer worshiping Caesar, Mm. I'm now worshiping and following Jesus with my life. And basically, it was a death sentence for a lot of those people. And so this, this is significant. This grace and this freedom that these, these men and women were called to in this early church the gospel that they were called to was significant. And we see so many people today that have the same issue that these people had. Verse 7, they were confused. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've got one foot in the church and one foot in the world. <laughs> you know, they're, right. they're, yeah. they're trying to live for Jesus on Sunday and not really live for mm-hmm. him Monday through Saturday. <clears throat> and what Paul is saying here is, you know... <laughs> Although some will try to distort it, the true gospel 
is very, very clear. Mm. It's the simple message of of salvation. Yeah. And, and that's important for us to know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul kind of comes from the understanding here. He doesn't really, I mean, he does later on in the chapter, he kind of tells them what the gospel is, but he comes from this understanding that they know what the gospel is. And he says, I'm just amazed. He says, I, I'm, I'm, it's unbelievable that you're turning away from this gospel to this false gospel as if there were any other gospel. And, and I love how Paul, in his boldness, just called it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We live in a time today where far too many pastors are, I like to say, far too many so-called pastors and so-called churches really want to just call out the truth of God's Word. <laughs> and when something the Bible yeah. clearly speaks about where they either don't want to speak about it because they're afraid of offending some, or they speak about it actually and just confuse people even more because they don't take yeah. a hard, fast stand. Yeah, exactly. And and Paul just, through chapter 1 and chapter 2, he just kind of builds in his uh, – his uh, awe of their turning away from this gospel. And he gets to chapter 3, and you mentioned Paul just calls them out. He says, you foolish Galatians. John Phil- Dr. John Phillips, a British theologian, paraphrased Galatians, and he gets to, to chapter 3, verse 1, and he says, you idiots, what's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we've. I, I often say, it does not matter what a teacher in a class might say. It doesn't matter what a professor in, yeah. at a college may teach. It doesn't even matter what a preacher behind a pulpit may preach. It doesn't even matter what your grandma says. Right. If they're wrong about Jesus, it yeah. really doesn't matter what else they're right about. And I love yeah. where the writer of Acts, uh, Luke said in Acts chapter 17, the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians, for they searched the scriptures to see if what Paul said was true. Right. And and that's our hope, is that you will actually search the scriptures Mm. to see what you're being taught is actually the truth of God's word, because we want you to be on the way to heaven. Exactly. And, And it's important, again... Because the gospel centers around and in Jesus Christ. Mm. And so the question is, what do these people make of Jesus? Mm. That You see that in Jude, chapter, Jude verse 4. He says that um, these people had come into the church with an intent to deceive people, and they had changed what Jesus did. And Paul is saying the same thing here. They're changing what Jesus did. So it's important as you see these these false doctrines coming into the church and that we as Christians know what the true gospel is so we can see the difference when we see a fake one. Yeah, I know we're up against a break, but before we take it, you know, I just want to remind our listeners that so many people today will not deny the actual facts of the gospel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we see that with a lot of false religions and cults today. Yes, you can believe in Jesus. Yes, Jesus was a real man. Yes, Jesus died on a real cross. Yes, he was buried. Yes, he even rose from the dead. Yeah. But it's just not enough. Right. It's not adequate. You have mm. to do such and such. Which you is have exactly to- what the Judaizers were saying. Is you have to do, you have to believe in Jesus, but you also have to do these other things. And Jesus plus nothing equals everything. That's the gospel. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk a whole lot more about this. We've got a whole other segment on this. We'll be right back. Do you have children that are in sixth grade or below? If so, you do not want to miss this year's Vacation Bible School at Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus. This year's theme is Splash Kingdom, and we are diving into God's Word. We will have plenty for your kids to do from water games to crafts to Bible lessons. Vacation Bible School will be on July 25th through 29th from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. To register your child today, visit www.fincastlebaptist.org events. Now back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On The Way. Again, happy Independence Day tomorrow. If you're listening when we release this podcast, which is on July 3rd, or if you're listening live on the radio. Pastor Jeff, we have so many great listeners there uh, in Allegheny County in the Covington area as we're on the radio Sunday morning. And you might be on the way to church. You might be on the way home from working late night shift, or you might be on the way to the refrigerators, we often say. But (laughs) we want to make sure that you are on the way to heaven. Right. And, you know, it is really, we were talking about before the break how so many people just miss it. I love what Titus chapter one says they claim to know God, but by their actions, they deny him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many people, you know, especially in our area that we live, will claim to be a Christian. You know, it's still a little bit in our area accepted socially to be considered a Christian. But our actions really demonstrate whether that is true or not. And that is exactly what the Apostle Paul is telling these this church in Galatia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had come to faith. He had started a church. He had left town, went, planted another church. Other people came behind him and said, yes, you can believe in Jesus. Yes, you can believe he died, he was buried and rose again. But you also need to keep these certain rules. You need to do these certain things. Right. And a lot of people, unfortunately, kind of mixed up that with that today. Mm. Yeah. We think we have to do things in right. order to earn God's approval rather than doing things because I've already received mm. God's approval. Yeah, and I think we do that often because we're so interested in pleasing other people. You mm. know? We want to please the people, and we're yeah. so concerned that the people around us think highly of us that we're willing sometimes to sacrifice what the creator of the universe and the saver of our souls thinks of us. Yeah, it is more important you know, to please mm. God than, than man. Oh, yeah. And the great news of the gospel is, look, I didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve it. Mm. It only comes through grace. That's right. what Paul constantly reminds us of mm. yeah. in almost all of his letters. He makes sure that people understand that I can't be good enough. After all, how good is good enough anyway? What (laughs) is the standard? I can't be righteous enough. I can't be holy enough. And that's why Jesus came, because I can't do it. He came and did it for us. And if I want to find freedom, real freedom, personal freedom, it's only going to come through a relationship with Jesus Christ, not through religion, not through doing things, but through actually a relationship with Jesus. And that's that's another one of Paul's letters, Ephesians chapter 2. That's 
the epitome of what you just said. For you are saved by grace mm. through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It's not. It's a gift of God, not from works. Why? So that none of us can boast in that. We should boast in what Christ did for us and the fact that it's not what we do for him that matters, it's what he did for us that matters in our life. And when I think about freedom, so many people today, mm. you know, the, the this weekend we hear a lot about freedom, yeah. and rightly so. We celebrate sure. the independence we have as Americans, and as we said at the beginning of this with all its issues, with all its problems, with all the debate and the division in our country today, mm. I am so thankful that the Lord yeah. allowed me to be born in this great nation. And I'm thankful mm. for the freedoms that we have politically, but it is so much more important to be free personally. And so mm. many people will celebrate political freedom all the time being in bondage personally. Yeah, and that's one of the great things the thing that I find the most comforting, or one of the most comforting things about Christianity, about my faith and and my belief in Jesus, is that it's not. And we, you've said it before that religion says uh, it's something you have to do. Yeah. And spelled D O. It's spelled yeah. D O. Right. And the gospel is spelled D O N E. It's yeah. done. It's completed. When Jesus said, it is finished on the cross, he meant, it's finished. There's no more work for me to do. He did it all. And I love how the great apostle Paul, again, this is the guy they looked up to. Mm -hmm. He was the one that had led most of them to the Lord, that had planted this church. And yeah. I love what he says here in verse 8. But if even we are an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. Mm. He, he's saying, even if we go off the straight and narrow, or if mm. even an angel comes and preaches a different gospel than this, and then he goes on, as we've already said, so I now say it again, is if anyone is preaching you a gospel other than <laughs> what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. Paul repeats himself. <laughs> He's basically yeah. repeating yeah. himself. This is such a serious issue, and so many people, I'm fearful, Pastor Jeff, will actually miss heaven because they've not found freedom personally by simply receiving the basics of the gospel. Right, because they're they're so they're bought into this lie that they have to do something. Yeah, and it, and it really, to be honest. As Americans and as humans, we struggle to receive a gift, you know? None of us really want to reach out and ask for help. That's why we struggle alone. That's why we have such mental health issues in the world today, because we don't want to talk about our problems. We yeah. don't want to share those problems. And, and I think what's happening here is we have to admit that we can't do it. Yeah, and I often hard. say, you know, making sure that you are on the way to heaven is as simple as ABC. Yeah. And the first thing is, A, I have to actually admit, and that's the hardest one. I have right. to admit that I need yeah. God, that I can't get to heaven on my own effort, that I can't be good enough, I can't be holy enough, I can't be righteous enough. But then, B, I have to believe. I have to believe that Jesus died, he was buried, and rose again. But it's not enough to just believe that intellectually. Right. Uh, the Bible says the demons believe, but yeah. we know they're not going to heaven. So mm. then, see, I have to 
call on the name of the Lord. I have to ask him to come into my heart and my life and to save my soul. I have to believe that Jesus died in my place, that he did it for me. And and you talk about that admitting is hard. We need help. Yeah. I know since my accident back in January, that's one of the hardest things I've learned <laughs> yeah, is bet. you know just accepting help from other people. Yeah. It, it, we all would rather do mm. <laughs> than just rest in the fact. Matter of fact, I think I said this past Sunday in the sermon, the hardest thing to do is actually to do nothing. Mm, yeah. The hardest thing to do is to do nothing. And, and you've said it before too that it's it's easier to wash someone else's feet mm. than it is to allow your feet to be washed. But there is a part of this when we think about freedom mm-hmm. and we think about all of the people around us that God puts in our path of life that we know are not free personally. Right. We hear them bound up with a habit or guilt or regret mm-hmm. or uh, some struggle that they're going through that we're to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. We have the best news to yes, share with do. them. Mm. And, and the thing about this freedom, <laughs> it's not just something that affects you right away and real quickly it's something that changes your life forever it's you'll never be the same just like the united states of america was never the same after july 4th 1776 that was a defining date and a dividing defining time for our nation and our hope and prayer is that you can look back in your history and you have a a defining date Mm. where you met Jesus and you know that you're on the way to heaven. If we can help you with that, be sure and reach out to us. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On the Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash on the way. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us while you are on the way.